All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am so happy to welcome you guys back to the Turin Giants podcast. This is a very special episode, number 200-200. I don't know, it just makes me feel so good to be in the 200s. Um, all the listeners, welcome back and welcome if you're a new listener. I know we've been promoting this one for, for a little bit. I know there's going to be new people joining us. This is a reunion of sorts. We got, we got the heavyweights do it with us. Let me just introduce my crew. Did I introduce myself? I'm just, I'm just very happy and, and I've had an espresso. So, uh, forgive me. My name is Farhad. I'm the host that loves you most. Uh, this is, like I said, edition number 200 of our humble little podcast, the longest running UVET podcast in the world. I don't mind telling you. We're joined by Matt, Dave, Giovanni, and Rav. Uh, we've got a couple more people waiting. Uh, I don't know if they're going to join us, but I hope they, I hope they manage to. But, um, I'll be telling a story about every one of our guests or hosts by this by um, by the end of the podcast. I want to give everybody their props. First of all, let's go around the room. Matt, Dave, Giovanni, Rav, please, you guys say something for us. What's up, Fod? It's good to see you again. It's good to be back on the pod. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here for number two hundred. This is what podcast number three for me. I kind of I'm the the late guy. The the clutch guy just coming in at the, the last minute, I suppose. But uh, I'm happy you, to be here, and uh, you, I'm I'm with uh, I'm with legends. You're YouTube Dave, as you're known around here. Rav, I can't we can't see you, but we can hear you. This podcast will be on the YouTube, by the way. Um, so Rav, in a tradition of anonymity, just a little R in the corner. But but we 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 welcome you no matter what. What's up, buddy? I'm good, buddy. I I feel very honored and privilege to to be here on on episode number 200 especially with you guys it kind of feels like i'm here with royalty right now so i i love you all i love you all but can we just give a a little drum roll to uncle giovanni (laughs) (laughs) it's Giovanni. people people have been asking for you more than anyone else man you are you're loved in the community but we don't get to talk to you we don't yeah, get to talk to you enough, so we're happy to uh, to uh, get your take on things, and there's there's a lot to talk about. Boys, let's just talk about the, the beginning of the UVA podcast, as it was known nine years ago. There's a gentleman here by the name of Matt. He, uh, he lived in Santa Monica at that time in 2013, and um, we met as part of the Juventus fan club of Southern California that we started there. And Matt became became like a brother, and ten years later, we're still we're still doing a podcast together, sharing your love for for Juve. He's back in Boston now, as as you couldn't tell by the accent. But uh, yeah, people love Matt, and he was a such a big part of our little little crew of people in 2013 when there was there was barely any podcasts, let alone like you know Juventus podcast back then, right? Oh God, yeah, no, there was nothing. It was the just in general the the podcast landscape was so different. Um, it's so funny to think about the, it would be you, me, Saeed and, and Christian just sitting around a microphone in a room because Zoom didn't exist. Like you couldn't even do any sort of video conferencing. So we'd literally meet in a, meet in a room and hover around a microphone together. Yeah, shout out to Sa- we're, we're pre-COVID times, man. We were like the Beatles on one microphone there, like three people just Dude, talking yeah. to each other's mouths. <laughs> But, you had to but be was, organized, you had to like time and then like meet somewhere. Like it took <laughs> coordination. All right, man. I'm impressed by like what we put together. And, and Fahar joked when we started that he messed up the intro 
there would be so many pauses. He'd re- he would hit stop recording. We'd have to go back, say what we said already, and then oh, cut it together in in post. Like it's a it's it, it was it's a like learning. A secu- it's like a security blanket, man. I still do that because just you know we never record from the first try, so it's just a little tradition, like Ralph said. And of course, we can't forget Mr. Alessandro Belpiero. That's our boy. That's, that's our mediator. You guys got that thing? I completely forgot it existed. <laughs> still have it, baby. You know, you know what we added? We added some. Um, we added some sound effects too. For example, if somebody says something funny. That doesn't often happen, but yeah, here we are. Uh, who else? So Dave, the, I'm just going by the by the order on the on the screen. So Dave, I'm going to bring him up here. Dave is our boss, our YouTube man. Um, he's he's been doing so great bringing us content on YouTube. I literally have no time for it anymore. So he he took the reins and he's been doing awesome, uh, stealing other people's subscribers and, and, and everything so we're sharing we're sharing the subscribers i'm not i'm not stealing any yeah, from, sharing. you're gonna get me in trouble here no Ooh, no it's, it's a community the uva community is great i'll just throw it out there uh there are a few content creators out there and yeah oftentimes they watch everything that's how i i started to get getting into it i watched everyone uh and that's that's the community it's great that way that's awesome. No, you're, you've been doing a great, great job. It's only been a couple of months, but we already surpassed a few. Um, what do you call them? Subscribers? No, or but when you hit when you hit li- like a few landmarks already have been milestones. So milestones. Yeah, yeah. Our last big one was obviously the 500 mark. We're at 554 right now. We're uh, we're growing. Yeah, it's uh, it's been good. It's good positive growth, and I'm happy. And like I said, the community has been great. So. Yeah, awesome. continue forward. That's all you do, buddy. Uh, Rav, I know you got to bow out soon. I know people want to hear from you. Rav came in when we started doing two podcasts. I called I called the other podcast just with Rav, uh, Turin Giants podcast, and we would kind of merge the two together. Uh, he's been he's been a huge com- huge part of the community. People love him on Twitter. Uh, please follow him at. Oh, you changed your um, you changed your handle, didn't you? Yeah, don't follow me. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't follow him. Wow. <laughs> uh, Rob also has a website, uh, footitalia1.com. Yeah, follow that uh, one. It's much better. Yeah, and the Twitter and the Twitter uh, handle as well. Giovanni, jo- story with Giovanni is so funny because he's one of those people who are who's on the podcast simply because he just said he likes the podcast. So I moved to Chicago. I had no one to do the podcast with. Um, it was like you said, like Zoom was not even a thing back then. This was like 2016, 15, and we go to our local Juve bar for, with a local um, fan club, and there's this dude sitting by himself, like the most Giovanni thing ever. Like he's watching the game on his own, not talking to anyone. Not so like at the end of the game, he's like, "Ah, oh, you're far hard from the podcast. I actually really love the podcast." And um, yeah, I was like, "Hey, man, I got no one to record with." Turns out we lived like two blocks away from each other, so I would bike on bike to his house would sit there and you could hear also his awesome big old dog in the background and it was good times before before the pandemic so now we're we're still in the same city but we're kind of recording uh different locations giovanni man say something for the for the peeps man people love you no man it it was a great story because it was that simple because i was just you know looking for uv content because again seria didn't wasn't 
you know, it was just kind of like you would watch it and I think it was like ESPN or whatever, wherever they showed it, but there wasn't a ton of content on it. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we check if there's a podcast and there was a podcast and I'm like, man, it's kind of good. And I then like I, like I was like, oh, this dude's in Chicago. I'm like, screw I it. Appreciate well, you, man. Appreciate you. No, no, when we, when, when we brought when we brought uh giovanni on the 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 quality i'm like damn this guy knows his stuff and then and then it made me think like man, there's no way he thought my content was good there's no way this guy who who's who who can be on tv talking about juve there's no way he like appreciated my content so it was a big compliment to myself as well um boys like it's it's a blast to have you all uh, all the listeners throughout the years. I know we still have people listening from day one, so I really appreciate you guys. We'll get into it. I don't want to take up too much of your of, of your time. I'm just in a celebratory mood. I'm really happy that we've made it here. Um, we don't really have a, a a like a set theme to talk about. Just let's talk about the UV of of today. Uh, Rav, anything on the website? Anything? Uh, as far as recent articles or something that you want to fill us in so we can get started? Um, <clears throat> the only thing that I can think of is the they obviously had the uh, board meeting yesterday mm -hmm. and they sort of approved yes. the budget and what is it with 250 million euros, I think, it, or thereabouts in, uh, in terms of financial losses. So that's kind of the biggest thing. But I think everything else is kind of quietened down by the sounds of it in terms of like all the, I mean, I think people are still angry about Allegri and the form and all that kind of stuff, but I think the international break kind of came at the right time. So maybe now it's sort of, people are hopefully going to get back behind the team, you know, for the the next match and all that kind of anger is kind of gone away after that defeat to Monza. But yeah, well, other than that, I don't think there's much in terms of news. Well, we did the last podcast and we talked about uh, the financials and, and the whole Allegri thing. By the way, check out the last podcast. Again, like I apologize several times, but it, it, once again, my mic was off and I really, um, really appreciate you guys' patience. And again, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, but now there's like two camps now. There's, there's a camp of, hey, I'm with Juve no matter what. And there's a camp of people who are just Allegri out and that's it. I hope they lose the next game so he's out. <laughs> Where do, you, where do you guys fall in that category? Obviously, we have a little more, uh, an older generation of UF fans, which uh, I, I pretty much expect the answers, but let's start with Giovanni. What do you think about the current state of the club? Oh, man, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it sucks. I mean, it's, uh, it's self-evident, right? Um, but I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I hope we lose a game so we can can the coach. No, I I want to win so that we can like the go like the goose is not cooked. So you can it, you can remedy the ship and you can win like and we've seen it done. And you know it's time it's it's time to understand where we stand as a club. Is it do we really really completely need to burn it down? And then at that point, just just really break it down to the studs and go in a completely different direction and, uh, you know, just temper the expectations. If not, with the roster that's in place, on you know, right, on paper, you're supposed to do well. And then, but, but you, I'm, you know, I'm a pragmatist, 
So, like, if there's no results in the short term, somebody needs to make some hard decisions. Where, where do you guys, I want to go around the room and ask, I know it's a kind, of a kind of a question to think about, so take a second. Where do you guys think it went wrong for the club? Because clearly we are, we were reading the records last, the last podcast, how we went from records, like beating the records to beating the bad records now. It was like we're last in place uh, do, in several, uh, several categories, which just breaks my heart because we went from earning more than 100 points a season, scoring more than 110 game, 10 goals a season to, to now this. What do you think was a pivotal moment for you guys, Matt? Okay, let's see. Um, the pivotal moment, I think, and this is this, this may be this may be scandalous. I think I, I, think I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> it's when we signed Ronaldo. Ooh, okay. I think that as much as I loved having Ronaldo on the team, I think that showed a clear shift in priority for what they were looking for, and what I think they at that point abandoned any sort of longer term project for the flashiness of the flashiness of, of Ronaldo. Um, and I think it just shifted the dynamics of how the club operated. Um, that that was like an ego. That was an ego buy, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was, uh, look at how, look at us, look at what we can do. We can bring in the best in the world. And I loved having him. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I was amazing. And I remember like smiling every game, just thinking he was on our team. But I think <laughs> mentality wise, it shifted things. And that has been hard to, um, that's been hard to reconcile since. And then obviously pandemic just absolutely synced all, the, all everything financial. And that's been, been now the other aspect is that the club is in so much, so many issues with the, the debt and how much, or how much money they're losing. So um, that makes it harder to operate now in the going forward. Anyone else? Feel free to jump in boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily as cut and dry as that. Uh, although, I mean, Ronaldo, that's a lot did change at that point. Absolutely. Uh, it's kind of an erosion. I feel though, like going back in time, as you start dropping off players, guys like Marquezio leaves, uh, you know, Barzali, uh, Chiellini just more recently. And as these guys slowly drop off, that that core that made the team so great has they're they're essentially left what do we have now is Benucci and I mean we know how co controversial that name can be these days right so yeah it just it kind of happened over time I don't think it was one point in history but we've we've just lost that core and we haven't regained any of it really Joanne, I think I anything to say? <coughs> oh all right there we go <clears throat> sorry just coughing uh, no, I was just going to agree. I think what Matt and, and Dave said was pretty much nailed it from, from my perspective. I think uh, Champions League final, we, we kind of built up to something and we were hoping that we'd finally get over that that kind of bridge of not being able to, to win it. And Ronaldo screwed us, I think, on, you know, like playing for Real Madrid and then he screwed us playing for Juve because I, I don't want to make it about him, but... The amount of money we paid for him, the salary, we overextended ourselves. We lost the values of everything that we had built for the previous nine years to sacrifice all of that for one player in the hopes that, no disrespect to Agnelli, but so he could finally get that Champions League. He wanted that more than anything else. Um, and like Dave was saying, we lost the core. We lost the group that basically we built everything around. And we didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, we didn't have any kind of contingency to have players 
that were going to stay at the club and be the next Chiellini, Bonucci, Marchisio, etc. It was just this constant rotation buying players that, that maybe didn't um, have a long-term view of staying at Juve, uh, not necessarily fitting the system. And that's kind of led us to where we are now. To me, it's when the club did not listen uh, to Allegri when he said, we need to change the entire roster. There was one, there was one, it was, that's, if you had to do a fork in time, and that, to me, is the pivotal moment. Because he's not wrong. He was not wrong. And I understand that over time, attrition got rid of Marchisio and Pjanic and blah, 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 and, you know, and there was no good replacement. But that was inevitable. You know, the, the, the one thing that kills teams right, that are very successful over long periods, is roster stagnation. You've seen it in every major club that all of a sudden falls off. They kept their, their main dudes way too long. And so you bring in Ronaldo and you say, I want to make a decision and I bring this, like, number one guy. Cool. You need to know that you need to be in for a penny, in for a pound. Get him, get get him the midfield that he needs. Get him whoever else that he needs, and think for the longer term. And if it means really, really throwing in money, do it. And then you can, you know, nobody could have predicted the pandemic. The pandemic would have, you know, impacted even a very successful glide path towards, you know, establishing a newer generation Juve. But to me, that's that's like just. That's the one point in time. So somebody brought up Bonucci. I kind of wanted to ch- touch on that as well. So the big old letter came came out for from the ultras. Um, it kind of sucks to be Bonucci, like Dave said. It kind of <laughs> sucks to be Bonucci nowadays. That was rough. That was rough to read. Uh, listen, Bonucci, and I and I pointed out the flaws of his when when we played against Benfica. Which was just like this far machismo and like this being a captain, meaning you have to push other players around instead of getting your team to focus. Wasn't really happy with that, but those words were rough. Bonucci, take him for what, he, what he's worth, celebrating against Juve and everything, but he, he has had his great moments. Chiellini was his stepdad, I understand that, but... What did you guys think of the letter? Is what, what, what do you do if you're Bonucci now? What did it say? I don't even know. Like, Just, I mean, I, 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 Rav, I know Rav, you know. Yeah, I know Rav translated it, so he might have more information for uh, us. I, I think they they sort of went along the lines of you were never a leader, you're never a mm. captain, you, you don't, you, you're not a sort of captain material, not at Juve, not at Milan, not at Pisa, not at Bari. They basically went around <laughs> every single team he ever played for and said you were never. The, the sort of leader there and I think the just my two cents I feel like they're kind of right to an extent because I feel like Buffon and Chiellini and Barzali they were a, a little bit more mature than a little bit less emotional and I feel like Benucci even though you know like a, a rag on him all the time but I feel like he's, he's just too he gets too carried away he, he's he doesn't always think things through in terms of his decisions he's, he's a very emotional person and I kind of wish like it was him that left <laughs> last summer when Chiellini was still here. No disrespect. I know there's people that like him and, and he has great moments, but you know, like I, I want a leader who actually thinks 
and, and really sort of give stuff some thought before acting. But but one just... second though, let me let me allow it to push back on this, and let me go ahead and say that like Bonucci to me, he was always the weakest of the bunch on the team. So I'm no Bonucci, you know, fan. But it was a lot of leadership by committee. Because I agree that Buffon was there and everything, and that strengthens the, the locker room. But as people started leaving, nobody else rose up to the occasion. Yeah, that's true. So, and and, and, and heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And, 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 and pressure can, can make a lot of people crack, if, especially if you feel like you're alone. And to me, the, the issue that about also one of the bigger issues about where Juventus is right now is that people have not grown. Rugani was supposed to be this like next big thing. We've been dragging his contract on for six, seven years now. Alexandro just is just a, it's just a failing like stock. <laughs> you should have just dumped it years ago. Yeah. But here we still carry him. It, again, it's like at some point, like, some hard decisions need to be made. It's not like, forget all sentimentalism. No, guys. Speaking of Saeed, we, we always talk, like, we, we text back and forth, and he always says, look at the way Real Madrid does things. You show any sort of weakness, I, there's, there, there will be a presentation, you'll get to, you'll get to shed your tears, but you're gone, as long as you, you're not producing what Real Madrid product is, you're gone. Just it, it sucks that we don't have that. I mean, we we, there's a it, reason. Though. There is a reason we still have the shield. You, say, uh, Jovan, you can say something. You don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to wave well, your thumbs up. Dave is right. We can't. We can't afford it. Like the big pro, the big, the biggest, 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 biggest shackle I think to Juventus's progress is the way Serie A is managed. It is it is such a poorly marketed product that it's like it's its own it's its own bottleneck. No, like other cl other leagues, w which it, with I think mediocre products because I don't think the Bundesliga is better than Serie. A. I don't think uh, the French league is better than Serie. A. And personally, La Liga, I like maybe matches Serie, a, but I don't think it's leaps and bounds better. How can you? Can you produce such a shit product? Like I don't get it, man. Like it's it's to me it's a problem, and so it, it it creates this ceiling to what your earnings can be, and so you can't match out like with other big clubs that don't have these like problems to like raise funds and to operate. It's to it's a business problem, and that's no, for everyone. I mean, we all knew. Every person knew we needed a we needed another defender for this year, right? Like we, I don't think there's a Juve fan out there who thought we would go in relying on Benucci to be healthy every game, let alone just be able to continue to play at a really high quality without Chiellini. Because I don't think many people think he's as good when he's not next to Chiellini. Um, and so that that the fact is they didn't replace him. They're like, okay, we'll ride with Benucci. There was also a bunch of other positions we needed to replace, right? Sandro still starting on our team. I, come on, like <laughs> it's been two years, three years of this where we've—he's been a, a massive liability, and we're still seeing him as our starter. It's, it, it comes down to the finances, I think, in this situation. It's just you had to replace—you had to replace a lot of positions, and they don't have 
the financial flexing that they can. It's funny, this past weekend I was with, some, with a German kid and he was saying, he's like, I, I would expect Juve to be like the Munich of, of Italy. And I'm like, yeah, they want to be. Expect to, yeah. <laughs> but they just don't have the, the financial ability to do that. And obviously the Italian league's more competitive than the, the Bundesliga. But um, yeah, so I would love us to be Bayern. Well, I mean, but Bayern has a monopoly on the on the you know domestic like transfer market. Like they buy whoever they want in Bundesliga. I they think... do buy every good player that exists in that league. Yeah, so I feel like Juventus kind of does that, but I feel like they're all like I don't. They don't. They could lean in a little bit more, right? You can monopolize really the Italian market if you wanted to, and you know maybe maybe it's just not that good. But well, they did. They stole Cambioso this year. That, well, that's obviously a joke, right? Because <laughs> that was the big name. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, Cambioso? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I even forgot who he was. Like, uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> where did he go again? Yeah, uh, like he's on loan at Genoa, I think, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Rav, uh, Rav, I'm on uh, footitalia.com right now. Awesome website, man. I love the I love the style. There's so many articles. Please please check it out. There's it's broken Thanks, down by teams. Um, you you definitely came back with a vengeance. So let's <laughs> let's go through uh, let's go <laughs> let's go through the website. So there's an article that says can can this get any worse with a picture main picture of uh, Nedved with his hand and, uh, f- face palming himself basically. That's a good uh, article, by the way. That that just went live. Um, Earlier yeah, tonight, that's should... that's from Dan. Mm, it's a good one. Check it out. It's very what's very this? long. What's what, what was all <laughs> this this whole thing with Nedved? Um, talking about leaving, not leaving. Um, where, where do you go? first of all? We still nobody still n- n- no one knows what he what he does, right? That's that's just a consensus. <laughs> uh, Nedved, Nedved is there because he's just like he's like Chandler from Friends. Nobody he, knows what he does. He takes everyone to the museum. And he goes, this is my golden this is, ball. This is my golden ball. <laughs> Don't you want to play here where I won this? He, um, That's hilarious. I, I remember that there was an interview years and years back with the with um, a newspaper in the Czech Republic. And uh, a guy on Twitter translated the whole thing. And I, I can't remember a single part of it. But he did talk about They asked him, like, what is your daily routine? What do you do there? And he went through everything that he did. And I was like, oh, well, okay. He he really does a lot more than I thought. This is going back like five years ago now, so I, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's changed or whatever, but I think his, his no, role is more involved than, than I realized. But. We, we kid around, of course, but there's there's really no laid out plan for him, but, but obviously he, he must do something where he just looks at people really, really angrily. Everyone uh, does have that job or that friend, sorry, that has that job that they can't really explain. And you're like, what do you do again? Like every time you see him and he just never really explains it. That's hilarious. But yeah, so going back to the website, I, I love the way you, by the way, there's, there's still a tab open for a podcast, just saying. Um, so that that article is really really nice. It's it's a pretty big article, man. We don't have this kind of attention span anymore, anymore man. Exactly. This, this article just keeps going and going. So there's uh, there's news about Super Alex cool. Grimal. Uh, Juventus want Alex Grimaldo from um, Benfica. Yeah. Uh, interview with Kellini. The fact that Mancini wanted me at Manchester City, and there's this the the c word that we're gonna discuss for a couple minutes here. Conte. Once Juventus return, let's go. Let's talk about it. 
Oh man, this keeps on coming up. This discussion. This is a good one. Of course it will. He was spotted. <laughs> it, listen, I I've, I got fooled as well. He was spotted in in Turin, uh, hanging out with his brother. I guess it turns out uh, we have a. By, by the way, shout outs to uh, Kevin Mack. He's our correspondent in Turin. He literally sends us pictures of Juventus players uh, just hanging out in the streets. It's like we got a we got a scoop. He does a lot of work for YouTube. When when he travels, he makes these little like sixty second videos of. Um, like shorts of when he went to a game, and it's really it's a, it's a really fun YouTube watch. I know there's a lot of YouTube channels dedicated to Juve, and we're we're friends with a lot of them. But we're bringing a little some extra of like little different videos other than just us sitting and talking. Even though we do that as well, uh, so please go check that out. Again, I want to plug uh, the YouTube page. But yeah, he was he was he took a picture of Conte just, or was was that him? I don't think it was, it was someone else, right? I think he saw it on no, Twitter. It oh, I see. He did get but that anyways. picture of Zlatan, though, in Sardinia, which was pretty That's sweet. That's right. That's right. That's right. He did That's cool. I mean, what are the chances? Zlatan. You're in vacation in Sardinia, and so is Zlatan. So. Uh, Giovanni, when are, we, when are we all going to, to uh, Calabria, buddy? You got to take us back to the motherland. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like, my vacations are jammed up for the foreseeable future. Uh, I don't know, maybe next spring? Let's go. Let's yeah, do it. I, uh, uh, it's um, it's so funny how I was planning on going to Turin this May, but now it's like, I don't know how I don't know how fun May is going to be. May two thousand twenty three will be for me to visit. Oh, well, we'll, we'll be fighting for rele- for the relegate get out of the relegation <laughs> zone. So there we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll be hoping Napoli loses a match so we can get into fourth. You never know. You never know. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was just actually going to ask Giovanni if he thinks. There's any way back. I mean, we've we've come back, and we mentioned the FU Scudetto when we were down by <laughs> with double-digit points, and we still won it. But the league is not the same anymore. So I don't know. I don't know about all that. But uh, Giovanni, realistically, what do you what do you think? What kind of changes will be made in January? And if we're obviously it's just speculation. I don't know if there's going to be changes in January, right? Like there's the World Cup and. I mean, who knows? Like, usually post-World Cup, you always have some obscure talent that comes out of nowhere and they'll, you know, by you know, they'll sell it for an inflated price, right? I don't know if Juventus has the liquidity to do anything. Um, but I can say, you know, what's the saying? Like, hope reigns eternal or whatever. Reigns eternal. Yeah, right? And so... Juventus has to, you know, right the ship. Otherwise, the core foundation of how the team was planned has been wrong. And then we've got bigger problems than, oh, we need to find a new coach. So, um, I, I think, I think let's see what all, more, um, you know, more, uh, more of the players coming back from injury, you know? Mm-hmm. If you think you, you, you guys think it's gonna make that much difference? Pogba a little bit. Chiesa. Because you're playing an, uh, an average of one game every three days, and the, the also think about it with the World Cup. It's like this stupid World Cup, and you know wherever it is, like it's really causing issues from a planning perspective because. Like these dudes are half of them. I'm already thinking about the the World Cup in Qatar. 
and and their heads to me are not in in you know present in the game, like Rabio, McKenny, no way. They're not focused on Juventus. They're focused on on on, on performing in did, November. Did, December. Do you guys know if Serbia made it? Are we going to see Vlaovic in the no. World Cup? No, they didn't make it. Huh, I remember they scored a last minute goal against Portugal. I think it was one of the very decisive games. I, I guess they didn't make it. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. But they got to figure it out. Like you know, I think the once people come back, you gotta, you know, you know the players need to step up too. The people that are still healthy. Correct. Right? Serbia okay. is in the World Cup. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're in Group G with Brazil, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Ooh, Brazil, Serbia! Holy crap! <laughs> there's there's a ton of Serbians here in Chicago. Giovanni, we got we got to watch some games together, man. Yeah. We watched uh, oh. we, we watched uh, you, um, Italy Austria with Giovanni at a bar. And it was good times, man. Like it was good, it was good times, but it was dude. Here's the, the like just to give you a glimpse into what 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 soccer in America means to people. Half the screen. Because there was really bad weather in Chicago. It was like a tornado warning. They spent f- literally their whole first half talking on the other screen. And you could just kind of follow the game. And when Chiesa scored, this MFR was talking about the weather. Can you believe that? Like the, 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 oh, Saeed is here. The, the moment was ruined so bad. That, I mean, we're still happy that they won. But, um, yeah, it was, it was an awful experience. So let's watch the games together. Uh, Here's one of the founding fathers of the Juventus podcast. Saeed, what's up, buddy? Welcome. What's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for having me on. Good, Good man. Here. Dude, this, yeah, we can, we can barely hear you, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so so the, the, the idea came to me, and then we, we, we needed a place to record. So back in the days, we would get together at Saeed's house with Christian. We, we should have gotten Christian now, but I know he's busy. Uh, it was good times, man. At your at your place, he runs the he runs the fan club of LA now. They're official. Um, thanks to them, we got to see Del Piero and Kellini and the whole team at training. He does awesome job. If you're in Los Angeles and want to find a local f- local chapter of the Juventus fan club, uh, find him Juventus Los Angeles on Twitter. Hold on, let me let me bring you up on the screen, dude. Damn, you look you look hungover as fuck, bro. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Too early, man. No offense. I know you guys were doing it too early. I'm like, We can't hear you, dude. You got you got to do something about your audio. Yeah, you got bro. any headphones? Got <laughs> uh, So we kind of we kind of breeze through it. Uh, Conte return, even if 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 if, it, if it's not going to happen, I don't think so. But like for example, Rav, what do you think? Would you I, welcome uh, our ten dollar boy? I've been thinking about it the, during this international break, and I absolutely I hate myself. Like I really hate myself for saying this and even thinking. Like I'm literally punching myself right now. But I was going back and watching some of the recent games, and I was like, okay, you know what? There's something that the fundamentals are missing in this team now. Like the old school sort of basics of what it is to be at Juventus. Who can instill that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's Antonio Conte, and he's free next summer. And because people keep mentioning on social media, something in my mind just kind of went, "It's not the worst thing that could happen." So I'm not going to say that I'm in favor of it, but if he comes back, 
I'm not exactly going to be against it. I, I, I don't like the guy. I hate his excuses. I hate the fact that he still moans and complains about everything if it doesn't go his way. And But one thing I just wanted to quickly touch on was I was thinking back to when Allegri first took over and how the difference between the two, like Conte would just get all worked up and angry at every single press conference. And if you felt like you were attacking him or the team, he would go on the offensive. And Allegri was so chilled out. He was like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, it's not a big deal. There's other stuff beyond football. And now I kind of feel like, at the time I thought that was great, but now I kind of feel like, okay, maybe we need someone that can kind of come in and go, look, the whole of Italy, the whole of the world is against you. What are you going to do? How are you going to react? And really like light a fire under these guys' collective asses. So like I said, I'm not I'm not going to go out there and say bring Conte back, but if he comes back, I'm, I'm not exactly going to like, you know, <laughs> be against it or whatever. I don't know what you guys think, but... No, two two leftover soups in a row. <laughs> no, 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 grazie. I know. I don't think they can even afford it financially. It's too much, the, you know, to carry Conte's salary and an Allegri's salary. Um, if they sack him, to me, they go with in a completely different direction because I think we've been beating a dead horse if we're trying to just uh, reinstill like you, you know Juve values. And you know, by bringing back like one version or or another of the old guard, no, like at this point, start honestly, just burn it all down, start start again from the fundamentals. If the fundamentals are lacking, burn everything down. We understand that we're gonna be Europa League at best. We'll we'll have a you you know Europa League podcast and you know but for three years we'll have a juggernaut where the average age of the team is like 25 instead of to 32 and we'll have you know we'll be talking about going back to the champions league you know in no time the real question though is what are the options to be able to do that and and that's where we get hung up and that's where we get hung on to conte yeah so you're, you're talking about trying to find somebody like completely new, right? That, well, yeah, just like or whoever. not completely new, but like someone who's who's whoever. trying to make their way in the uh, in the game and who's who's been working their way up through smaller clubs, kind of like they did with Conte to begin with. Mm. I mean, to I'm I'm with Rav on this that like I've always been <laughs> I, since since Conte left, I'm like, nope, it's done, it's over, washed. Like I don't want to have to listen to him anymore. I don't want to have to crap out of the Champions League like we do it like, like he does every year. And to Giovanni's point, like, yeah, we're just now keep recycling people. That being said, with the quality, with some of the, the players on this team that aren't to the highest of quality, Conte does get those players to play really well. And, and so I'm not, I'm not waving the flag being like, please come, come back. But if it happened, I think, I think like you said, Ralph, I think there are worse things. I have a coach for you right here. I mean, look at the screen. The time of like I, have a, I have a coach for you right here. <laughs> <laughs> where, where has Del Piero coached? What is he coaching yeah. his daughter? Or, like, I, I feel like he's at his restaurant at this point. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, but like the the level of toxicity when it comes to the way that people not any of you know like the guys here obviously, but the way that people talk about Juve and some of the players and whatever, I'm just like stay away, Del Piero, please just yeah, maintain just, your legacy. Oh wow, yeah. Don't don't come back here. Same with Chiellini. I, I would just say stay away for as long as you can until we're 
in, in better times because on, you can how, come back. Mm. How long? How long will it take for? Uh, I can't even say it. Ha- hashtag Del Piero out. Imagine. <laughs> oh, it would no. take. It would take. It would take a draw in a, in like a yeah. second I round. I'd be surprised though by you know it's it's a very yeah. transactional nature of like how we are now. Like what have oh, you I done another, lately? I have another coach for you here. <gasps> Mark Easy on you know Here's what? the thing though. You if know we what? want to ruin somebody's legacy, why not Conte? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a great point. It's a double it's a win win. Either he succeeds yeah. with Juve or he craps out and we say, Well, you know what? He's not that good of a coach. There we go. He was <laughs> We just made our decision, I think. It's Conte. Like three years of mediocre, are we gonna be in Champions League or not? No, I don't want to, guys. I just want to mean... being boring and winning. That's what I mean. Like he, yeah, Conte, not, if nothing else, like, Conte, if nothing else, would get us like back in the top four. He, he, I hate to say it, he'd probably win City A, and we could kind of go back to being that you know like that kind of humble fan base that we, we used to be. Like, oh wow, oh, we, we made it through the 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 last sixteen, the Champions League. This is great. This is really instead of like, I'm not saying we shouldn't aim high, but I feel like you know like the expectation was was so sort of built up like we have to win the Champions League every time now that we're in it almost like everyone just kept feeling it we got to two finals now it's like okay we, we, we have to maintain that and I just feel like <laughs> the way the way we're playing now that's uh, it's such a so I'm looking at I'm looking yeah. at EPL standings here so, sorry Giovanni give me one sec imagine if you know Arsenal's going number one right now Man City is in second place Tottenham is in third like one point separating all of them imagine if Conte takes the EPL crown from Arsenal and wins it as a Tottenham coach. It, he would too. They will build. They will build a statue to him. I mean, that's oh, yeah, that would sure. be the greatest. But you know, winning. he's he's quitting as soon as he wins, and he's coming um, to yeah. right after. <laughs> I, I did see a Tottenham fan tweet like, "Imagine this guy leaving us." I, like, mm-hmm. imagine thinking that's he's going to leave us for Juve. No, 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 leaving us for Juve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he's he and and I'm like, he, he could wake up tomorrow, have a bad cup of coffee, and be like, I'm out. I'm done. And he would have a bad cup of coffee <laughs> in England, and he would fly back to Juve. Like, yep, that's one. it. I'm done. Um, no, but I'm just thinking, like, I mean, we're, we're hung up on Conte, but whatever happened to, like, being the team that picked uh, up-and-coming Marcello Lippi? Right? Whatever happened to discovering and, 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 you know, advancing even talent at the managerial level? Probably our ego. Yeah. Can I ask a, can I ask a question just of, of all of you? If, if it's not Conte and it's not Allegri and it's not, you know, like Guardiola or Klopp or whatever, if we're looking within Italy, who would you guys pick? Like, who, who do you think now is like an upper-comer? Uh, Del Neri. Seriously. Let's go way back. Let's go way, way back. Said, what do you think? Who who would you pick uh, if like it's not? Brainy, uh, to be do you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I can very low, but we, we can make it work. Just just scream. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I like Gasparini. Just just be very loud. I think we should have signed Gasparini instead of Sorry back then. You know, um, we kind of made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I was saying it on Twitter. I think um, we we need like a coach. I like Conte because of his spirit. I like his energy. I just feel like with Sari, Pirlo, Allegri, they just don't have that, you know, um, that energy that you want a coach to come in and kind of inspire. And in this generation of, like, young kids, you kind of need somebody yep. that can connect with them, I feel like. And um, 
you know, those kinds of old school coaches, I think that just kind of doesn't work for us. So um, I wish we signed the Zerbi. Uh, sorry if I'm saying his name wrong, but uh, I think Brighton already got him. But I really like Gasparini. I think he can build a team. The only issue is I don't know about his attitude to get into fights with people. So, but that's my opinion. He's absolutely right. Um, Gasparini, I think, is if Sarri was worth a shot, I think Gasparini is worth a shot. Um, but he's got, yeah, you know, he's not, he's got, he's not a corporate guy. It's just his, his, uh, his character really is. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not sure if, and we did discuss this on the YouTube, if he would actually fit well into Juve. Uh, and I do love him as a coach. I think what he did with Atalanta a couple years back was great, but that, that is the question. Is it a fit? Yeah. I think I said it at the end of the, before we brought Allegri back that I wasn't as high on Gasparini. Not because he's not a great coach. I think he's a fantastic coach, and clearly everybody wrote off Atalanta this year, and they've been, they've been soaring. Um, I don't know if he would fit. I think another coach that's interesting, would he fit, that is another question, is Italiano. I think he's – I don't think Fiorentina is in a great place club depth-wise, and I think he's still making getting results from them. Um, I think he's at least interesting enough to, to, look, to look at. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, really where my, my – I'm like out of names in Italy that I would look to. Sotil. Yeah, that's that's yeah. who I was just gonna say because just because mm-hmm. Udinese is doing so well, and I think he's a bit of a, a buzz name right now. But let's just wait and see. I, I don't want to jump on that hype train just yet. But, but is, well, you know, every, oh, sorry, Udinese has got the pedigree of growing very talented coaches, though. Spalletti came out of there. Zaccheroni, the Zaccheroni that then won the Scudetto came out of there. Um, a lot of good coaches come out of there. So to me, Sutil, for the type of talent that Udinese has, I think he's getting a lot out of it. I think if let's see how they progress through the year. Because Serie A is it, it, it's attrition, right? Um, but yeah, those are, I mean, at some point you got to go in a new direction. Like, you can't always go the same. Yeah, pick up Sotil and then do a doji, doji, however you pronounce his name. No, you know, he's come on, he's a Tottenham. Yeah, he's got yeah, the he's a Tottenham player. Oh, that's no. right. Yeah, I for, maybe, maybe I just felt like I wanted him that bad. <laughs> yeah, my bad. He did leave. That's all the right, good players. So, that's right. All the good fullbacks are gone. So I was going to new again. Yeah, oh, sorry. Ahead, the, the only thing I was going to say was, um, I think when they originally hired Conte, that they were obviously quite content to sort of give him a period of time to build something, and now we, we've kind of got to this point where we're at such a, a sort of we're not still there anymore, but we we were at this sort of pinnacle where any coach that came in just kind of had to bang like straight away. You've got a season. The minimum requirement is win the Scudetto and, and take us as far as you can in the Champions League, hopefully to the final. And I wonder if what Giovanni was saying, like, you know, tearing everything down, just starting all over again, getting a coach and just saying, you know what, you don't have a huge salary, we'll give you a call, we haven't got money to go out and, like, buy superstars, but we got good enough players, just get everything back to the basics and give someone two, three seasons to build on something instead of being, you know, like, we got wrapped up in this kind of Chelsea-Real Madrid model of, like, a coach every season for a couple of seasons, you know, like, bring someone in, get rid of them, bring someone in, get rid of them, because you're not meeting the, the expectations. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't mind finishing third. But as How basics are we going? Are we... Are we tearing down the stadium? That's how, like, we're, we're renaming... We're renaming... It's like, what's that? We, you could have a lot more money for that salary of the players. 
So, what do you guys? What do you guys? Since it was an anniversary of the stadium not too long ago, what's your? Uh, I have has anyone, everyone been to the stadium? By the way, no, yeah. I've, no. I've been. I've been. What do you, What are your thoughts on the stadium? I loved it. I thought it was amazing compared to, um, yeah, the the image that you sort of have sometimes of the Italian stadiums at at that time when we went we went to the Olimpico in in Torino and then we went to um, the Juve Stadium and it was just worlds apart. Oh. It was both were fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but just a completely different vibe. It was it was pretty modern. The the Juve Stadium. It was a lot more strict security. They wouldn't let us take anything in and. It's just a lot more happening, but it was it felt more organized, and uh, and the Olympico was kind of a bit chaotic, but it was still great. So I just uh, wish I just wish the city of Turin was a little bigger. I know it's it's tough to fill the stadium. Uh, that's why they went back to like lower numbers and you know forty one thousand. Uh, I just wish it was I just wish it was in the fifty thousands. I always look at it as like yeah we're we're Juve. But I also get it. You know, we can't, can't build a behemoth and, and have it. I've, I've never seen, probably have, but like the Napoli Stadium is, is never sold out. Roma Stadium is, is rarely sold out. So I don't want to see the empty seats. But we, we were there with Saeed. What's up, buddy? That was a hell of a that game, was, huh? That Real Madrid, Juve, 2-1. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like the stadium. Was, I think Turin is just a small city. You know, um, if it was a bigger city, maybe... But for a small city like that, I think that's good enough. You know, I, I really liked it. It was small. It was a good vibe. So I love it. We should we should organize a trip, all of us. That'd be great. That was actually mentioned uh, on our YouTube as well. Uh, meet up in Turin. So maybe next year have a, a Turin Giants meetup. I'm I'm down. I would love that. Oh, okay. Everyone, ever, everyone says now. It's like, dude, we <laughs> yeah. can't get... We can't get together with Giovanni. Like we text back and forth for days until we come up with a with a with a date to go out. Now now we're going to Turin, six people. I want to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean it's it's, it's easy like, to say. Yeah, I love that. It's just obviously when you go to plan it. Um, I will say like, I, I was shocked by how far outside the city center uh, the stadium mm-hmm. was, and just yeah. not ha- and like they only were running. You know, they run the bus only on game days, and of course. When I was going, the bus didn't show up for like an hour. So, and I was, I was well, doing, yeah, I was, I was doing, trying to meet up with around with um, uh, Maurizio and and like I, this was pre WhatsApp, so I was using like Facebook Messenger or something. It was, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, well, not I mean, pre WhatsApp, ju- but it was. It Maurizio's was doing amazing, amazing work. Like, if you want to party, if you're out of state, that's the way to go. Bro, how how does that guy have right. energy for it, huh? Mauricio, I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can barely organize our meetups here. <laughs> I know. You must no. get he, some sort of high of all that energy. Do you, do you have Del Piero's number yet, Saeed? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, to, I mean, you're like always at his restaurant now. It's just. <laughs> no, I, I talk to the manager. Um, nobody talks to him. He's not a easy guy to get a hold of. And you can't really plan with them either. You know, people always message me. They're like, can you get his autograph for me? Can we meet him? I'm like, I'm sorry. Said <laughs> <laughs> is a Del Piero plug. <laughs> Spe- speaking of speaking uh, of Del Piero, huh? Alessandro Del Piero. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's a, he, he's a, he's a tough dude to get a hold of. He's a, uh, 
Oh, I just got a. By the way, shout outs to Dash as well. Dash, Dash is our tactical guru on our YouTube channel. Dave, Dave kind of gelled with him, and they they they've been doing an awesome job. Dash, shout outs to you. Yeah, um, yeah. He uh, he actually just messaged us. He should know better. We're we're recording. Yeah, this guy. Yes, I, got <laughs> I got distracted as well. Um, let's let's talk about Pogba and the unfortunate situation again. I'm referencing uh, Foot Italia One dot com. That is the the website that Rob is managing and his friend. Um, it sucks. They're under uh, police protection right now. That's the last thing he thought when he moved to you. They would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm witness protection." Man, what a mess. Good Lord. As this is recovering, there was a massive letter that his brother wrote that uh, I read today. It was obviously translated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What was the letter about, Dave? Oh, it was basically just his brother saying uh, how he's a liar and a fake, and he's using his fame to get away with all these lies, essentially. Some of the stuff. I, I mean, that... I don't know. It was a soap opera. It was long. Know, it was really I'm, long. I'm, I'm I'm with his brother. I feel I think. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm well, they're probably side. both. They're probably both off the rocker, to be honest. <laughs> Just some of the stuff, because I, I think he was he's currently being detained by police in France, and he obviously has someone set up to like tweet stuff on his behalf, and he he went on this whole rant. I, I, I don't want to share too much of it because it's probably libelous or whatever, but he was making all these crazy allegations about his brother and stuff like that, and you just think. This guy's got like you know, yeah. injury problems and all this other kind of stuff, and now his brother's trying to blackmail him. And you think, wow, I, I really, my heart goes out to Pogba. I know, you know, some people were angry at him because of the whole injury thing and like the, the decisions that he made. But I kind of, I, I look at him and I think, no wonder your head's not in the right place. You know, like he. I'm running his France. brother's account, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, but I mean, like he, he goes money. back to France. <laughs> And he gets held up by like his childhood friends with you know like armed weapons and stuff, mm. and they're demanding twelve million. You think, yeah, I don't think that guy's head is straight right now. So, are you? Are, any of you guys are in the World Cup mood yet? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. It's really hard to be. It's really hard to be in the World <laughs> Cup mood. Oh, it's, it's 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 in the it's in the middle of NFL season, so I can't be distracted. For, for what the Bears? Why? <laughs> You're gonna watch the Bears? What? Yeah, uh, Mr. Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady is still in Tampa Bay. Okay. So. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady is gonna whoop our Tom Brady is gonna whoop our ass tomorrow. I um, I was saying the day before, and I obviously Italy, Italy beating England yesterday was great, but it's like it's just I can't get excited about any game knowing that they're not gonna be in the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah. then I watched the USA Japan game and. Once again, I'm like, man, I'm really not getting excited about the World Cup because <laughs> USA looked looked so toothless against Japan. Which no disrespect to Japan, they have they're always a very solid team, and we're actually very unlucky, I think, not to to do better. Anywhere in against... a hat, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I love Japan. Big big fan of Japan. Shout out to the Japanese. Um, <laughs> go go Blue Samurai. But yeah, I was just like, man, I am not looking forward to this World Cup. <laughs> Said raised his hand. Are you excited? Why are you excited? Because Iran is in it. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I mean, for but you know, Italy is always my second team, man. Like it sucks not having them in the World Cup, the last World Cup. It, you know, because for me, it's like I look forward to the Iran game, but I also look forward to the Italy game. So it sucks now. It's like, well, I, I also root for U.S. obviously, but not this time around because they're in the Iran group. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty wild that they're in together. I was going to Google something. Oh, um, I'm going to bring up the the cities, the top top 10 cities that listen to us. You know, I love doing that on every podcast. Can you guys uh, discuss something else? Meanwhile, uh, how, about, how, about your how about your predictions for the World Cup? Who's the team that stands out? You want us to list 36 teams? <laughs> no. Just no, I is uh is are the Netherlands in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah they qualify. I, I want I want Messi Spain. to win it. I want Messi I'm, I'm, to win the World Cup. Yeah, I would like that too, but he won't. <laughs> why, why, not? <laughs> why do you think so? Uh, given the time frame it's in and the country it's in, I feel like it's going to be a wild card one. I get a sense of like Japan, Korea vibes you know oh yeah but, uh, even though like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brazil won that one but this time I can't imagine like no I think uh right? let's see like you got France but they're a little iffy Spain with Spain I don't know Spain's pretty strong too with their young players coming up yeah, yeah they got a tough group though that's the thing they're with Germany yeah. Costa Rica and Japan um, I think uh, I think Brazil like uh, they're, they're kind of getting back to what mm, makes them right. tick they've got yeah. a lot of really good strikers good forward lines would, yeah but I don't do they have it though I don't know. Yeah. I would put Argentina ahead of Brazil at this point. Oh well, no, that's that's fair. Oh. There's okay. there's there's uh, one eight. reason I'm cheering. There's one reason I'm cheering against Brazil. His name is Neymar. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's I why Brazil's that not going to win because of that guy. Yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, stand that. Wait, what's seriously. interesting is that they were talking on the broadcast yesterday for the USA game. Is that it, this? It's obviously such a different World Cup with it being in the winter, but also there's a lack of any sort of training um, sessions beforehand. Usually these teams get a, a little bit over a month to be in camp together, and they don't get that. And there's no, you know, usually have like a couple warm-up games right before the tournament. Some teams are, are trying to schedule them, but it's all kind of hectic. And, yeah, uh, so there's a lot of teams are going to be going in cold, and that will probably yep. lead to some very wild results. This is such a nuisance. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> Right. I, there is no better word, for, in my opinion, to describe how how annoying this World Cup is, that, yeah. because it's wrecking like all the all the like club competitions. The players will come back injured, tired, right? Um, a team like Juventus that farms out the uh, the entire team to the national teams is going to be at a disadvantage. It's like, God, why? Just don't ruin, don't ruin stuff for people. You've done it for a hundred years in the summer. God damn it, do it the in money. the summer. The hundreds of millions of dollars. No, Dave, it's to grow the game. I don't know. What, it's to oh, yes, sorry. We're growing the game. That's right. Grow the game, my ass. Like it's the most popular sport in the world. There yeah, was, and uh, now, by the way, I have a, I have a topic to bring up. They they go and make little baby the official song of the World Cup. Listen, did they? I uh, did, don't even baby? ask. I gotta you, it. <laughs> you you are so you are so you you're so not gonna believe who is making the official r song. It's like this dude is rapping about. He's a he's a he's a mumble rapper. I like him. You know, I like made, baby. You know like, what made it even oh, worse? Oh, he's a drip too hard guy. You know, I like that song. It made it even worse that McKenny like posted about it, and I was like, oh goddamn! Like, <laughs> no, stop. 
McKinney is so not a hood. Like I met him, he's just a nice dude. <laughs> he's like the courteous, like like geeky kid. <laughs> and he's yeah, he's and people, people like what? Like, yeah, what? people expect him to be very hood, uh, but he he really isn't. He's a really really cool dude. Uh, um, but did yeah, you see little, little that- baby. I don't even know what what's that gonna sound like. Is he gonna rap the? It's it's so it's so bad. Like I feel like it's gonna be one of those like things that will define this World Cup. Is the uh, I want to go around the room and ask you guys the best World Cup song ever. Let's do this real quick. Oh my god! Who wants who wants to go first? Ricky Martin, dude. Oh, no, no, you gotta sing it. You gotta sing it. That's right. Absolutely not. Ale, ale, ale. Dude, that song really pumped you up. I loved it. That's a good choice. Matt, what's your favorite? Um, um okay, I'm gonna you go. You look like a waka waka guy. I was gonna go waving flags, waving flags actually, but I loved waka waka. Don't even get me. Shakira waka waka, awesome song. Um, no, I was gonna go with um, what is it? Estate de Italia, Estate Italiana. The 1991. 1990. Oh, nice. No, Naughty Magic. Naughty Magic. Whatever. Yes. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that. I wasn't uh, born. For, I was, no, I was no, born, no, but I wasn't really. I couldn't remember that one. But it's just a banger of a song. No, Naughty Magic. I, I I will recant my my selection <laughs> and hitch my wagon to Naughty Magic. For sure, but but he killed it. But I will give a shout out to Waving Flags because I love that song. Which one's that? I don't even... That was a part of the South Africa. Because there's always like two or three official songs. This is like... What? Oh, yeah, I remember that one yeah. now. Yeah, that was like... Yeah, it was a very African sound. When, when type I song. get older... Oh, that's I right. I wonder if there's a Spotify playlist for all the World Cup songs. And yeah, because like, as soon as... Th- this is the most like out there question. I can't remember any of these songs now until you guys oh, are dude, actually mentioning them. Dude, uh, my... like it happens once every four years. I can remember what song they played. I have no idea. Rob, I can't think Rob, of it. Seriously, seriously, I can't. Oh. I, I had to look up, and I was like, "Hang on, they have songs for the World Cup." What? Said, I, I, I what's your favorite World Cup one. song? Gotta be Ricky Martin, man. That song is a jam. <laughs> That's right. Well, you can't tell me you you turn that song on, you don't like sing along. Oh, dude, 1998, wow. 1998 World Cup. Is the yeah. goat? I'm sorry. Yeah. People bringing yeah. up 2010. Somebody said 2010 was the best World Cup. I was like, that is the oh, worst. That's wor- that's Anything the same people the- who think Virgil Van Dyke is a better defender than Maldini. Like that's yeah. that's oh, like yeah. <laughs> that's listening. To 2006 <laughs> best World Cup. <laughs> yeah, full stop. Nin- 1998 <laughs> for me. What the the the, the, the shirts the. The, the 98 was a pivotal one for me too. I love that. Yes, yeah, I mean yeah. the fact that the host country it's won. I'm, I'm, I'm no France fan, but and then and then twice. If you notice twice, the Zidane goal, both times he runs by and there's a big ass Azeri flag. Like people from Azerbaijan <laughs> came to the final. It's, he, it's, it's always in the memory. Like he 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 runs by and there's a Azeri flag. <laughs> but let me tell you guys, this is a deep cut. 1998, Dario G. Carnival, the oh, damn! I forgot the name. Uh, look it up for me, Matt. Look it up for me, Jamie. Carnival de Paris, de Paris. Carnival de Paris, dude. That's a banger. Ki- if you have kids, look at the video because it's just—it's such a fun video to watch. It's a, just a bunch of kids with painted faces, and they play, and it's—it's it's a very like very that like defines the World Cup as a video and as a song. There's different. Um, they have different motifs for the melody done in different sorts of 
um, national uh, national songs or national instruments. It's a it's a banger. Believe me. <laughs> I gotta go listen to that now. <laughs> yeah, wor- World it. Cup World Cup is coming up. But I feel like uh, Giovanni, you brought up uh, you you brought up NFL, and that's just like two three times a week. We we don't have shit to do in Chicago in in, in the colder months. In November, I'll, I will be drinking and watching the World Cup, man. Well, I know. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm very excited that the USA England games on Black Friday here, so like no work. Oh, nice. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like wake up, go to the bar. It's gonna be great. You guys remember the last time US played played England? It was um, it was a yeah, big ass big old mistake by the by their keeper Green. Yeah. Um, I woke up at like four or five because I was living in LA at that time, and I woke up at like five to to with my buddy. To go get our seats at the bar, we watched like I think it was Argentina versus Mexico or something was the game. Where'd before. you go? Um, Britannica. No, Britan- no, no. The Britannica in. I'm Santa just trying Monica. to get you to say bar again. Oh, <laughs> we went to the bar. <laughs> we went to the bar. We sat there. Yeah, sat there at like 8 a.m. And then like the the England USA game didn't start I think until like 11 or whatever. <laughs> Matt, Matt, during our, our time at the fan club in L.A., Matt was known for his beer of choice, Boddington, baby. That's my, that's my game beer. I what? love a Boddington. Okay, so every, every fun right. from England always gives me so much crap that I love Boddington, <laughs> but I absolutely love it. Really? It's so that's funny. Matt, Matt is like, uh, if, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Frasier. Matt is like the version of, his, of Frasier's dad. He only stuck to one beer. <laughs> It was his. It was his yeah. baby. That's I just filmed it yesterday. Fraser was a spinoff uh, from Cheers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. until yesterday. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. The Boston so, guys are obviously. <laughs> <know that>. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to read you guys a top ten list. I know we usually do the top ten list of listeners and the cities that listen to the UVA, uh, UVA podcast <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to read old time. I actually have never looked this up. So this is, you guys want to hear the co- top 10 countries or top 10 cities of all time? I feel like cities is, is more fun. Both. Give us yeah. both, dude. Yeah. Both. It's episode right, so, 200. Let's be extra. I like it. I like it. Ooh, Giovanni, man. I would not expect that from Giovanni. But Giovanni would be falling asleep by now. Um, all right. So let's read this. So, so top, 10, top 10 countries. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. All right, so this is 10. So United States is number one. Should I go from 9 or, or 10? It's too uh, so late. Nor- you already started. <laughs> nor- nor- I mean, U.S. Oh. is going to be number ten anyway. Number one anyway. So Norway, number 10. Denmark, number 9. Indonesia, of course, number 8. Italy, number 7. I like wow. it. Sweden, number 6. Saudi Arabia, number 5. Australia, number 4. And United Kingdom, Canada, and United States. It's pretty pretty expected. Well, speaking would make sense. Yeah, right. Canada dropped off there for a couple weeks, though, didn't they? Yeah, Canada was. But this is uh, this so is disappointing, you guys, Canada. But this, this is up. old time. Um, the difference between Sweden and Saudi Arabia, like Sweden, just needs like three listens, and they'll they'll take over number <laughs> five spot. But this is this is the fun one. Let's let's go to the let's go to the cities. Uh, my former home city, Los Angeles, number ten. Got to, wow. got to get better, man. Said, yes. you got to, got to let people know. Whip them into shape, Said. That's good. Um, <laughs> New York, number nine. Kuwait, number wow. seven or number eight. Uh, Who's Jakarta, number eight? Number eight. 
Kuwait. Kuwait. Okay, got it, got it. So Kuwait. LA, New York, Kuwait, Jakarta, number seven, number right. six, Dubai. Right. Uh, Montreal, number six. There's some Canada right on. Actually, number five. I'm, I apologize. There's no. They're not numbered. I don't know why. So I'm just having to go from the top. Um, Montreal, number five. Chicago, number four, all time. Yeah, baby. That's just you listening and to then, Hey. <laughs> just having a loop. <laughs> and then Sydney, Australia, number three. Toronto, number two. And oh, nice. Riyadh in Saudi Arabia, number wow. one. Riyadh? Oh, so home city is number two, boys. Good job. Damn, now I know if I ever go into Riyadh, I'm going to have to <laughs> shout out people on the pod beforehand so I can get some, get some locals to take me around. Actually, yes, Farhad, I forgot to mention this. I was coming back from a work trip in D.C., and on my flight back, I was just, you know, either, like, partially hungover and also tired from working. But uh, next to me was this guy that was just scrolling, like, Juventus, like, news and, like, Mm -hmm. social media. And then so I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, like, you, like... You, like a Yuba fan, and like he's like, yeah, man, I'm a big fan, and blah blah blah. blah. Nice. And dude, small fucking world. And so we got to talk mm-hmm. about Yuba and whatnot. I checked if he knew the podcast, so I I told him to give it a check out. So thanks, buddy. That's so funny. And speaking of Sam just said he's gonna pop in for a five ten minute take. I don't know if he realizes how long he talks, but will be hello. That's like that's that's why I'm here. Uh, I don't have a. There he is. That's Sam. Oh. Oh, he's here. Oh, there he yeah. is. What's up, buddy? Sorry, I'm I'm just nice. barging in here. We're probably like an hour in. I'm taking yeah. over. I've had like two glasses of house wine, which is basically like five glasses of house wine. I'm on like <laughs> I'm on uh, like three hours of sleep over here. I had to get up early this morning to help out my grandfather move into a new place. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. What's it called? What does Tony Soprano say? It's not a nursing home. It's a retirement community. What's up? This audio is going to uh, suck, since, by the way. I don't have since a we introduce- This audio is going to be terrible. I'm just barging on in like a fucking, like a, like a bull in Pamplona. But, uh, yeah, what, what's up? Bro? No, you're fine, man. You're fine. Uh- I was going to say we kind of introduced everyone and, and gave their role on the podcast at one time or another. Sam came into a podcast about three years ago. Uh, he invited me to be on his podcast, uh, The Culture Podcast. And, um, and then I was like, you know what? Rav is busy. He said that he won't be able to do the podcast anymore. Why don't you, uh, why don't you join us? And he's been babbling his brains out ever since, man. <laughs> that, that boy, we, we love Sam a lot. Sam yeah, was, was our a, Canadian it was a brother. Downgrade. It was a big downgrade from Sam. <laughs> no, by the no, way, I wouldn't say that. Saeed on the pod. I've never seen what the guy looks like. What's oh, up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> See you, Sam. This podcast is probably so messy. I don't want to be here more than five or ten minutes. I'm getting. My, I'm about to get my balls chopped off if I don't go up and help start moving some stuff. I just wanted to pop in. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I have a hey, t- you posted on Instagram saying everyone that's ever taken part, and I wasn't going to be a part of it. I was like, nah, I, I got to right. no, barge in. Just, I'm really happy you popped in, like dude. Two minutes. Yeah, that's it. But um. By the way, tell tell your grandpa. After thirty, people don't help you move, man. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> move us now. Dude, those rules yeah. go by the wayside once you hit eighty. Grandpa's a freeloader, 80. huh? No, he's an eighty-plus year old widower, and he's a no. I mean, you know, he's uh, 
My grandfather's a good guy. He was uh, he was a socialist. He ran for the Socialist Party in Canada back in the 80s. So he believes in, uh, you know, collective, the family unit. We all got to pitch in, you know. He used to call my father Reagan right. back in the 80s because he didn't agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam is so young, but he's so full of stories. He's like our little Bill Burr over here. I want to make, I want to get Sam Giovanni a- to speak to my Calabrese grandfather from Cosenza right now because I've only ever heard Giovanni... I've only ever heard Giovanni speak English, but I want to get Giovanni drunk and hear him just fucking ranting calabres, like uh, just just cut words <laughs> off like short before the uh, before the vowel at the end. I don't know. Are, are they like the Atlanta <laughs> of Italy? From the Canada. Yeah, kinda. Like instead of saying quello, we'll say kill, kill ka, kill kill, and we like scream a little bit. Giovanni knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so this is actually interesting. So, Giovanni, you're calabres as well, as well. Oh, I think you mean Yeah, my dad is. Okay, and both my parents are. So there's like three Calabrese. Oh, look at you. Yeah, Main spicy. Dude, guys, is that the part of Italy spicy. with spicy food, right? I heard something. It is, yeah, yeah the, the far south. Dude, I love it because, because like when I discovered that Italy has spicy food, I'm really into spicy food. Yeah. And I was like, I, I sent a picture of the hot sauce that I bought to Giovanni. He's like, yo, I got some Calabrese. Um, Hot sauce. Gotta, Giovanni, Giovanni why, don't you tell, why don't you tell Farhad what Calabresa Viagra is? Peperoncino. <laughs> Peperoncino, exactly. What is it? Yeah, it's spicy. It's pepper. Pepper. the local pepper. You know the pepper that people hang on the rearview mirrors? They advertise yeah. it. As it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. And I do have one of those. Yeah, my dad gave me one, so I have to I have to dangle it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put <laughs> it in your house. You know, Matt. So. Matt, Matt, who do you represent in Italy? Where Where's your uh, folks from? My family's from Gaeta, which is uh, north of Naples, south of Rome, right on the coast. Nice. It's nice. a lovely nice. place. So you should definitely nice. check it out. Good beaches. You've been there. Is that what long? gives you your chocolate complexion? <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is from. His parents are from the Derby del Sole. They're they're from. They're right along that strait. That, yeah, that no, it's, be- Derby. it's guys, beautiful out there. Can I ask you guys a question yeah, before yeah. I pop out again? I know I'm fucking barging in and just jumping right. Out of this I don't know, like a tornado coming in, and fucking, like a Tasmanian devil in and out. It's not good, but. <laughs> I'm probably derailing the entire flow of this podcast, but I got to ask you guys a question. No, we're, we're almost wrapping up, so go Okay, ahead. So, so I don't know if we've discussed Pavel Nedved at all, but there are rumors that he's going to resign. Am I nuts in that I think that the fact he wants to resign, like, it's just made me fucking gain a ton of respect for him? Like, now that, I, now that I'm hearing that he wants to resign, I think, you know what, we can't lose the guy. Because he probably sees all the crazy shit going on around him, and he's like, I'm clearly not part of the problem. Everyone else is running this wild... Asylum. I'm I'm the voice, the reason over here. No one's hearing what I'm saying. I'm out. I can't take it anymore. It reminds me of Boban at Milan a few years ago. And granted, I don't know what yeah. Nedved does, and no one does. I don't know if he's on the business side <laughs> or on the player side. The side. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. I don't know what a vice chair. We talked about it. That's why we're laughing. Business side, or if he does technical work because he's an ex-player, he knows the game. But I feel like he's kind of got a bit of his. I feel like he's kind of got a bit of a hand in everything, right? And if he if he wants to resign, oh, he's got hands really on everything, right all right. I want, to, <laughs> I want to keep him because he wants to leave. It could be a fantastic club, but am I nuts? I think if he wants no, to leave, we have to. I agree with you. He's seeing some shit, and he's actually not part of the problem. And all the people who are saying he needs to go, maybe we don't know as much as we think. He's as far as I'm aware, he's the only guy amongst the the management that is saying that he wants Allegri to go he's the guy that last summer and I think maybe the summer before was the guy that said bring Conte back because we need to 
bring some fundamentals back to the team. So he kind of seems like the fan voice in amongst all the businessmen, the, the guy, who, not just the fan voice because he's a pragmatist, but he seems like a guy who, who kind of sees what we're missing from a, like a, a kind of aesthetic perspective. And he's like, look, this is how it looks on the outside as a fan. This is what you guys need to bring back. So, And that's the hill he's going to die on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 talked about him. What does Sam look like he's gonna be arrested with a bunch of knives outside of Stadio Olimpico? <laughs> dude, I look exactly with a, like I accidentally with a hoodie with some <laughs> Dude, I went to a Lazio game a few weeks ago and I actually wound up in the wrong curva and I wound up with the Napoli fans and I would have pretended to be a Napoli fan for that game. I was pretending to be a Lazio fan anyway. Which is to say, you know, when Lazio scores you get up with everyone else instead of Yeah, I'm coming. Sorry. Um, <laughs> dude, all the Napoli fans were dressed exactly like me. It was wild. And we knew they were Napoli fans because yeah. they all had diamond stud earrings and everyone was named Chino. And they were like, hey, we have in a car, Chino. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. They were patting us down, fucking checking our bags. They have one woman there because they're like, no, to do the pat downs, right? Because women have to pat down women because there are no women that are in that curva. We had to sneak out with security. But yeah, I, they, everyone looked like this. You're, you're spot on. Yeah, right. With a, with an earring of New York Yankees hat and a hoodie. Yeah, exactly. All right, boys. <laughs> Sam, I know you got to bow out, dude, but we're literally going to say bye. I'm going to talk about you. the... the love you all. Love you too, buddy. All right, guys. Good to see you, Sam. Thanks for, thanks for popping in. Take it easy, Sam. For sure. You guys, have a good weekend. Listeners, say say hi to the freeloader, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right for a socialist. <laughs> Ciao. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, buddy. See ya. Um, boys, I think we've gone, what, an hour and 20 minutes or so? I'll, I'll talk for a couple more minutes. Obviously, dudes, this was like, I was looking forward to this so much. Like, I I love you guys. I, I'm, I'm the guy who started this, but without you all, and there's a bunch of people who are on the podcast as well. Shout-outs to Weston. He was on it last week. Um, Christian, I'm so sorry if I'm forgetting anyone, but this is like nine years of, of co-hosts and people were popping in and out, but you guys were the core. I love you guys. This was so much fun to do and we're not, we're not stopping. We're going to celebrate the 400 all together. The screen is going to be like a bunch of little thumbnails by the time we're done with <laughs> episode 200, uh, episode 400. Um, before we go, I wanted to tell you guys, please go on TurinGiants.com. We're, um, I'm working on something. If you guys are on YouTube, check out this design. I've upgraded it. We're going to have hoodie season is coming. It's going to be awesome if you guys can read Italian. This, this shirt is unreleased. This was just a sample. I print a bunch of samples before I actually put a product out. So um, follow us on Twitter at Turin Giants if you want to get updates about the new drops. Uh, TurinGiants.com. I've kind of upgraded the website. Uh, we will be uh, releasing this design, but th it's it's going to be in the middle, and it's going it's going to be a little different. But basically, it's uh, it's a Del Piero, beautiful Del Piero design. Um, there will be a bunch of other stuff, new stickers. I I, I showed you guys the stickers. This one is this one is uh, uh, Vlaovic. Oh man, look at the sun. So Vlaovic <laughs> is available now. These are kind of like these cool. Um, I don't know, I even mean, know what to call like them. It's like these playing cards. Yeah, I uh, got Del Piero, uh, upgraded this one, made it a little bigger. So, yeah, ton of stuff on TurinGiants.com. That's the best way to support our podcast. All the old listeners, new listeners, 
I never ever take you guys for granted. This is this is my baby, and I appreciate when you guys are uh, when you guys sh- send me all the love. Even even the last episode when my audio was terrible, people were so kind and telling me that you know the content is all that matters. So love you guys. Um, I want to go around the room again. If anybody can say a couple of words, since we're going long, Matt, anything to say, buddy? Nah, man, it's just been it's. I don't know. It's just been great. It's great catching up with everyone. It's great meeting some of the people I haven't talked to yet. Um, and love the fans. Love like the people on Twitter who just always comment and share. Yeah. And it's like it's it's so, it's so cool. I mean, there's people that like I now interact with on a daily basis on Twitter because of this. And it's just like it's nice. It's it's yeah. it's awesome. Cool. So thank you to the listeners. Yeah, Matt. Matt came back after like five years of absence, and and it's it's like he's never left. He's he fills in. He actually led the podcast a couple of episodes ago when I I literally couldn't get the computer, and him and Dave just kick. I listened to the podcast, and it was so fun just being being a listener. So um, thank you, dudes. Dave, you're kind of next on the on in, in line. YouTube day. Yeah, Go. and and I'm the new guy too. So uh, I mean, I'm so excited to be part of this project too. Obviously, I'm on the YouTube side of things. I pop on here on the the podcast to help out, of course. Uh, but obviously, I have to shamelessly plug the YouTube. So just type in Turn Giants on YouTube. Check us out. It's great. And we've just started a couple new segments on the show where you guys get a voice. You guys can come on and talk as well, or even on video if you want. Uh, and the, my my baby coming up is we're going to be streaming some FIFA 23, doing a Juve career, and again you guys get to come in, make those decisions, those trades, those those back end deals, our, our little fantasy league. So check us out. There's so much happening there. And Farhad, thank thanks for letting me lead that up and be part of this project. Dude, I appreciate you, man. All right, who's next? Giovanni, you're 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 the dude, you're the uncle, the uncle of the group. I like your glasses, by the way. Giovanni, thank upgrade you. it. Yeah, man, uh, it's, you know, uh, it's one of those fringe benefits as you get older. Uh, no, man, just good to be back. I know uh, it's been a while since I've done it. It's good to see that it's still progressing and it's successful. And you guys, you know, are bringing more content and uh, diverse, uh, you know, perspective, you know, with more people on what's happening around you. And, you know, there's a lot to talk about, obviously. And, you know, part of me wishes that we go back to the times where, you know, our, uh, our podcast would just be super boring because we'd be talking about crushing teams every, you know, every day. But... Giovanni was the first there. person to suggest Alexander is going to go down in quality. Send him to Man City. <laughs> he, he was the guy... <laughs> like, was... what are you doing here? We don't need a Riva Bene. Uh, you, do you guys want another zaddy at Juventus? Right here. <laughs> All right, turn right. this ship around. Yeah, Juve daddy. Hashtag Juve daddy. Uh, yeah, but no, it's it's kind of good to be back, and uh, it's good to kind of like uh, just connect again with, with everybody. So, yeah, thanks, thanks for, thanks Thank for asking pe- pe- me People have missed you. Saeed, he's he's behind the scenes. He's running the big biggest fan club in, in America, so... Um, say, give us a couple of words. How how can people reach you? It's good to see you, man. Yeah, man. Good to see you guys, man. I mean, it's exciting to see this podcast come so far, man. Like you said, we're just sitting in an apartment with a laptop in front of us, and just to see it grow so much. And you know, you got a whole cast of people that are all great, great insights. You know, I tune in all the time. Um, everybody can follow us on uvelosangeles.com. Um, feel free to message us, come join us. Um, you know, our meetups are free, open to everybody. Um, members obviously get discounts and stuff, but, um, 
yeah, anytime anyone's in LA, we'd love to see you, and hopefully I get to see you guys one day too, especially Dave, Giovanni, Rob. Rob, why can't we see you, man? But I, I, that's <laughs> He's too handsome. The camera turns off. <laughs> and I got to say, it's really good to see Matt back on the podcast too. It was always good times when uh, we did podcasts here. I remember there was a... I was the same Patty's day. Me and him did a pod together. Farad wasn't there, and uh, I think it was like it was around the time we were winning a scudetto, and we were like celebrating. He's like, "I gotta go, man. I got a lot of drinking to do today." <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch up. Yeah, man. So. All right, one one last thank thank you, say one last word to Rob, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna say bye for this 200th edition of the Twin Giants podcast. Uh, I, yeah, just it was great to to speak to everyone. Great to finally put some faces to the names, and uh, like your guys' commitment is amazing. And Farhad, what you're doing, man, just being able to put the podcast out every every week, every couple of weeks, keep that going. It's it's amazing. But um, just just one thing I was going to say in terms of like Juve, it, it can't get any worse. So from here on out, it's just going to get better and better. I'm hoping. So like you know, to anyone that's listening, keep the faith. You know, I know things are bad, but. It, it, it will get better. Give it time. Thank you, buddy. Um, yeah, thank you to all the listeners. Of course, obviously, first and foremost to the listeners, my battery is dying. Hold on. I've got to switch my headphone. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, that's, that's the universe telling me to yeah, shut Yeah, just power up. through. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've said everything. I've plugged everything. Please follow us. And again, the merchandise is such a such a second baby of mine that I really hope you guys check out TouringGiants.com. I will be posting a bunch of updates. And um, again, thanks to all you boys. You guys, without without you guys, this is nothing. This is just me pressing buttons. So thank you all. Uh, love you. And uh, Forza Juve. Forza Juve. Forza Juve. Bye.